0: You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics.
1: It was an overtime thriller. For Flames basketball, we'll recap the game, and it's tournament time, baby. Forward Kyle Road joins us to talk all about it, plus a lot to discuss with baseball and softball, and LU sweeps the A-Sun indoor title and track. There's a freshman that stole the show, and you don't want to miss who it is. Let's get it going.
0: studio at liberty university in lynchburg virginia here's your host emily austin with matt warner and rhett McGibbon.
1: I haven't counted but there is probably about a million or two million events going on around liberty this weekend so, is that so all? I, I, i'm pretty sure um you know with basketball and yeah. uh softball baseball you had the asun track and field uh indoor championships that Rhett you were on the call for
2: i was it was a good time yeah i coming out with a huge jump huge jump oh. right can we call you the voice of Liberty Track.
3: Yeah, I don't think yeah, anyone has no one has staked no. a claim
0: to that yet. That's I'll kind of like that. undiscovered oh territory. God. Like
2: <laughs> I think you are the voice of Liberty Track and Field. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a lot of fun, actually. I was I was scared out of my mind <laughs> going into the weekend. But uh thanks to some helpful people, got enough information, got enough research done. But yeah, it was a fun weekend uh, of Liberty Track and Field, both the men and the women uh taking the A crown. Good for them. The ladies, man, that was cool. Oh, can I tell you something controversial about the ladies? Yeah, like, you guys probably don't know this. So earlier in the day, it was it was what was it like an eight-point spread, right? The the win for the ladies' team score. Well, earlier in the day, the 60-meter women's hurdle was was done. Well, Kennesaw State took one and two. For some reason, the times didn't record, so they had to run it again. No way. Yes, what? Yes. I do feel bad for them. And so they had to run it again later in the afternoon. Uh. In that race, the young lady McLean, who Place second, faulted. She hit the hurdle oh. and fell. That was the difference on the day. No way. Yeah, because then through that, all the Liberty athlete um, placed fourth, third, or fourth. So, like, that point differential oh. was wow. wow. Here. Yeah. Oh, I know. Man. I felt, I, I I. did genuinely feel bad for her. Right. Them. And you feel even worse because you're the host. Exactly. If, but, if you weren't hosting, oh you wouldn't yeah. feel quite as bad, but yeah. like, oh my gosh, that's
0: brutal.
1: Wait, so did Kennesaw State get second? Yes. <gasps> Wow.
2: They did. Yeah, it was tough. But you know what the what was really exciting too is and it didn't really have any like overall bearing on the outcome, but the four by four hundred at the end for the women, like it was kind of saw State versus Liberty. Yeah. So you kinda of felt like there was a little bit of extra edge there. It was exciting. Liberty won that. That was a that was a fun moment.
1: Yeah, and then um I saw Christian Lyon won the 60. Yeah, he did. And then Diamante won the 200. So yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh. Like the
0: Emily's loving this right now. We're yeah. leading off with track. I know. Time. I, know I know. I know. This but is her I, dream come
1: I did true. fall asleep last night watching this jump by Kennedy right. Sauter. Seven, four twenty five. So this would have won. That jump yeah, hit me. would have won this weekend's ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, and SEC titles. Isn't that, crazy? That's that is yeah. incredible. He's a freshman. And he's a freshman. Yeah. yeah. And Look, he's a freshman.
2: He is. That is insane. Yeah.
1: That jump is, I don't, it's crazy to Darius that, to do that. Yeah. Darius could probably yeah. jump over that without like going over <laughs> yeah, his back. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> crazy think that there's only two athletes better in the nation right now than him. Isn't that crazy? And he's a freshman. Wow. Like that's wild. Big time. Yeah.
1: So cool. Okay. So we are going to shift gears. Talk about a thriller on uh, the court for men's basketball. Liberty, Kennesaw State. I mean, this one was down to the wire, obviously went to overtime. Yeah. Matt, what were you thinking when the clock ran to zero and we were tied?
0: Well, I was thinking we were going to lose when the clock was <laughs> at like 7.3 seconds and Kennesaw has the ball and no they're faith. inbounding and we're down two. <laughs> like like all they had to yeah. do was get the ball in, get fouled, go to yeah. the free throw line and basically ice it. And Joseph Vinzant made the biggest play of the day. Obviously, Darius McGee gets all the attention and he should, 47 points, arena record. But Joseph Vinzant's steal on that inbound pass, that gave us the gave Liberty the chance to, to have a chance to send it to overtime. And then McGee ends up getting fouled, which by the way, so on that play, you inbounded, I think it was with like four seconds or something like that. Uh, and McGee drives. He was going up there to throw it down. Yeah, like Red, like <laughs> yeah. he goes up with two hands. He had a clear path to the rim. He was going to hammer that thing, right. and he ends up getting fouled. Not only getting fouled, he got landed on oh. by Spencer Rogers. His ankle bends underneath, oh, and then he's got to make two free throws with like two point one or whatever it yeah. was to send overtime. And you're like, oh man! Not only do you have the pressure, but now he just got his ankle folded right. up on.
1: It's still on the
0: baseline. Uh, yeah,
2: but, <laughs> I'm
1: right. But he
0: steps up, knocks him down and then goes absolutely berserk what do you have yeah. 16 uh, points in of the 23 or something like that for liberty in the in the overtime session like he was ridiculous yeah. and and this game was ridiculous like liberty shot 44 free throws Kennesaw shot 30 wow. right i'm telling you this was the worst officiated game of the year oh and the second gosh. half like it felt like every possession ended in a whistle yeah. and it did kind of disrupt i felt like the game flow and all of that there was
1: zero game flow in the but second
0: half but to liberty's credit they kind of took advantage of that, and Darius McGee he only shot eight three pointers.
1: I know. I looked at that too. Yeah. Whenever I looked, right. we'll have a conversation with Kyle Road here in just a minute. But I remember thinking, "Wait, has how much has Darius scored?" And I looked down and he had twenty two. I'm like, well, "How many? How many threes have he shot?" Right, he because
0: shot? I, he, I mean, everybody realized that he shot eighteen free throws. So He's like, "Okay, if yeah. we can get a whistle like yeah. that, now it almost cost him." Remember uh, when they were down two with the ball earlier? He tried to go in and he kind of tried to. It looked like he tried to create contact more than try to finish and he yep. missed. And that's when it looked like we were in trouble. But,
1: it was scary. Yeah, it was
0: it was a <laughs> wild game. Darius McGee was otherworldly. I mean, 47's ridiculous. I know Naz was so thrilled that Darius McGee took back the arena record oh, yeah. yes. from Dun Martin <laughs> from just a few nights before. But yeah, just an insane performance on senior day, no less. It was a perfect way for him to, you know, finish out the regular
1: season. Yeah, and we I I you could tell Coach wanted Darius to probably get 50 you know yeah. because he kept subbing them back in yeah. and he would have like offensively anyways but it was just like oh come on just hit it's one hopeless. more yeah. three one yeah. more three but um such an exciting game we have one of the biggest pieces of liberty basketball joining us now conversation with kyle road All right, now joined by Kyle Rode, one of the biggest sparks and pieces of this Liberty basketball program this season and for seasons to come, seasons that have been. (laughs) Kyle, I am just going to tell you, this, I don't know if it's just me, but I think my heart rate around this time of year, I guess it's just like preparing for March and, and the madness that it brings, but two straight overtime games. This one, you guys were on the right side of it, defeating Kennesaw State. 100 yeah liberty basketball scoring 100 points i'd love to see that to 93 tell me what it is about this team that you guys were able to stay composed in overtime and get the w this this time around
3: yeah no i think 100 throughout the season we've had games like that where they might be high scoring or come down to the last possessions or last few possessions and that kind of almost prepared us for that last game and you see that and um, you love to see the growth and i think jv made a great play with seven seconds left when Looked like we were down and out. uh, He got that steal. They they did a great job getting it close to our bench and called timeout. And Darius McGee does his thing like he always does and uh, (laughs) came through. And it was a great win for us, especially going into the postseason.
1: Darius, throwing down 47 on senior night. What is it like, like as a teammate? Like, are you sitting there, like oohing and aahing like I am on the scores table, like I shouldn't be, but it's just amazing to watch him play. He is it the same feeling for you guys as his teammates?
3: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I think I think when you play with Darius McGee, ever since I've been here, whether that's in practice or in the games, there's no bad shot. That's a bad shot. There's always moments. That you're just like, man, I'm glad he's on my team. <laughs> and uh, no, Dar- Darius is so humble about it, too. And it's just so nonchalant. Like you said, 47 points. And it probably looked like he had 10 or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, just because yeah. his emotions and his attitude. But uh, no, he's unbelievable. And.
1: That's funny you said that because in the second half I looked over and I was like, Wow, Darius has twenty two. That was a really quiet twenty two and then he just exploded. Yeah. It's true. I think he had like ten points in the first half. Yeah, like but it was yeah. but it was like a very quiet twenty two yeah. because I, I was like, Man, I hope he like gets twenty five tonight. And then I'm like, Oh, he already has twenty two. How <laughs> yeah, did exactly. he put Right, he score it's kinda 22? you kinda get like
0: a nonchalant thirty. Yeah. And then exactly. was like, thirty? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I guess. But I guess like we'll you take know, that. I wanna know, like, he has the green light. Do you do you have, do you ever shoot a shot and somebody says something? You're like, listen, man. Did you see some of the ones that Darius puts up? Come me some slack here, all right? Like, let let me have the green light. <laughs> no, not
3: at all. I don't I don't want that uh, that Darius McGee green light because he takes some tough ones, but uh, he earns it, man. He earns it every day, and uh, just the trust we all have in him is it's a different level, different level for sure.
0: What has clicked for you though in conference play? Because I know when we talk about it on the broadcast all the time, like non conference. You're at like five and a half points per game in conference play. You're up like at 12 and a half points per game. What's what's changed? Is it, has it been a, a mentality? Has it been some, a tweak in the offense? What what has gotten you going so much shooting the basketball in conference play?
3: No, I think I think it's a culmination of kind of everything, like getting adjusted to a new team, different role, um, trying to take some pressure off Darius handling the ball kind of the beginning of the season. And then also just finding some spots. We got we got guys that serve like Shiloh, JV. Um, Zay I could go down the list and they've kind of really made it easy for me to get some easy ones and uh, just in the flow of our offense um, I think I think it's really just come natural uh, not having to force anything and Darius causes so much attention as well that kind of just opens some things up so I think in conference play a lot of teams have been focused on him it's allowed me to just try to just try to give us a boost offensively where I can and uh, just play my role
2: Give me the silver lining, you know, Flames Nation with every loss this year, they get like all in a frenzy and, you know, they're they're getting more losses than they've, they're used to in a season. But for you, you're talking about the youth in some ways. How valuable have those losses been just learning how to take the punches and bounce back from it? And now with tournament play coming around the corner, where have you
3: seen growth throughout your lineup getting ready for for what's next, one hundred percent. I think I think coach did a great job uh, scheduling the non-conference for us to get prepared mm-hmm. in the conference play, and um, even in the conference play, we've taken some tough losses, one possession, two possession mm-hmm. games, and uh, you know that's then coach's biggest thing. The next day in film is, hey, let's learn from it because we want to be at our best in March, uh, in late February. So I think last last game was huge, uh, mm-hmm. taking that step and winning one of those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, that hey, probably didn't look good with a few seconds left, but then being able to turn it around. Uh, so, like you said, just trying to learn from those and, and grow at the same time.
1: So, the A-Sun tournament starting this week. Tell me your thoughts on the, this conference. I just feel like the <laughs> A-Sun this year, I'm like, wait, they – Setson beat this person and Kansas State beat – I can't. Yeah. Obviously, Liberty is the best. But what are your thoughts on this conference and just the depth this season?
3: Yeah, I think, I think all around, like, the conference has just grown um, and probably – from one to however many teams in the conference, just in competitiveness. And there's always upsets. It's, it's probably one of the most exciting, unpredictable conferences in the country, in a sense. And so it's, it's been awesome to play. And the atmosphere has been great anywhere you go. Uh, every night, you know, you're in for a tough one. So, And it's, they're all different. They're all different styles. And uh, it's, it's been really cool. All right. You,
0: you get the winner of Lipscomb, North Florida. You don't have to say who you'd rather have, but give me just, you hear each of those those teams, give me a quick like, oh, I know if with them the key is this, with them the key is this. What's the key for each of those teams?
3: Yeah, I think both teams are really well coached. And the first thing you think about with Lipscomb is Asana Saja, like Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, he's so dominant in the paint and what he does for that team and, and you get stuck against those guys Like you get, stuck <laughs> I, get a, I get a buddy lip against that right one. no I'm just kidding uh but no it, they're a great team really well coached especially offensively they do they do so many great things and then uh North Florida it'd be awesome to see Carter again he's one of my one of my good friends and uh playing with him in middle school high school uh really back in elementary school so it'd be cool to see him again and uh wanting him to win a first round game for sure and uh so I think, I think either one, you're in for a really good game, really well coached, and uh, we'll prepare the same, just different personnel.
2: The latter part of conference play, the games have been packed in for you guys. How huge is it just to have a week of practice? Like getting ready for it, do you guys feel like maybe you're out of rhythm a little bit on the practice side of things, the details that you typically, Liberty basketball is so great at, do you feel like it's time to kind of get back to the gym and, and hammer those out again
3: for a week? 100%. I think, yeah. I think coaches then... A really good job balancing we were gone for 12 out of 16 days and we had four games in eight days this mm-hmm. last week so the practice time is just just not what it normally is in a season when you're playing on a Wednesday Saturday and you get that routine and maybe you're even home for a week and a half so uh, I know we're gonna we're gonna have a really good practice today um, Tuesday get prepared and then Wednesday really um, get our personnel down and because uh, we'll know Tuesday night who mm. we play so uh, like you said, it'll be good to have some practice time and be able to just be at home for a few nights.
1: When I'm listening into the huddles during the timeouts, you are probably the most vocal player on the team. Where did that leadership come from?
3: Yeah, no, I think I think coaches really empowered me. Um, since I've been here, even that senior laden team I was on my freshman year. He's like, Hey, whatever you see on the court, like I want you to I want you to try to vocalize that and, and find your niche as a leader. And then the last two seasons it's really just grown into Hey, I can be our vocal leader on this team and um, that can help us win. So I think, I think coach McKay's done a really good job, empowering me since I've been here. And, and growing up, that was, that was always one of my intangibles, I think too. And uh, no, I've, I've really enjoyed it. We got really good guys that, that listen really well and are, are coachable and and they listen to me pretty well. So it's, no, they it's, it's do. I mean, nice. there's sometimes
1: so, I'm like, is he about to go- grab coaches like clipboard and like draw out the play? Because the guys are like, you could tell that they have really, they're great.
0: They're yeah. great, yeah. Have you had to, have you had to kind of pick, learn to pick your spots? Like, I feel like sometimes you hear with, with, with the vocal leaders, right? It's like, well, if you're, if you talk too much, they tune you out. Sure. You kind of have to, how, how do you determine like now's the time? I need to, like, even within a game, like, I need to kind of challenge guys and get them back, you know, focused again. How do you kind of determine that?
3: Yeah, I think Coach Coach always says that we're a player-led program, and I think he does an unbelievable job, especially in timeouts. Like, at the beginning, it's, it's normally ours to talk and to say, hey, hey, D, I need you to see this, or Keys, you're doing a great job of this. Next time, I think we can do this. Just little things like that. Um And then also – you listen to him cuz he's such a great coach as well. So, just taking in uh everything we do pre-game scouting wise and then try to implement that if I see it in timeout or or whatever. So, I think I think it's definitely a fine balance between the two.
1: Who's the big goofball? Who's the class clown on this
3: team? I think <laughs> we have a really really good balance of freshmen, upperclassmen like dynamic and mix and I don't know if there's just one to be honest. <laughs> I think I think you group a couple guys in there. I know uh, DJ Moore from the freshman class, Bryson Spell from the freshman class, have been a been a great mix in the locker room. Um, we we have a bunch of guys. Honestly, G's been a great addition for the for uh, just making everybody laugh, and, and it's been it's been awesome. We got a really good group.
0: Coach McKay has talked about, especially down this the stretch of the season, getting back to that defensive mindset. I mean, you, you've you been here long enough now. You remember some of just the lockdown D that Liberty was known for, I think third in the country last year and points allowed per game. What do you feel like, Can, can now with a little time off, can you kind of get back to that? Has that been hard to lock in on that end because so many games and, you know, in such a short time span, what do you feel like maybe has been the difference defensively here the last few weeks for you guys?
3: Yeah, I, th- I think it's been a just a culmination of some little details that, like you said, um, we've kind of not lacked in a sense, but... Teams have done a really good job exploiting. So I know um this week we'll really try to focus in on that. Just um really make sure our details are good going into the conference play. And and we've had we played some really good teams offensively, yeah. and some guys have gotten hot. And so our guys do such a great job. Shy, Zay, J V making it tough on those guys. And so we trust them one hundred percent. And it's a it's a team defense too. So like I, I know everybody plays a role in it. And uh this week we're really gonna lock in and and try to lock some people up going forward.
1: I love how we're like, oh, all this time off. You can tell you guys have crammed a lot of basketball in a yeah, short right. amount of we'll time because to, like, we're talking weeks. three yeah. days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, like, exactly. oh my gosh, you guys are gonna yeah. have so much time to prepare yeah, and rest. Each for a week. Yeah. You
3: know, <laughs> back. You know,
1: so. Tell me about how you've been able to um, balance and manage your marriage and your personal life. You, what you guys have been married a year? Two yeah, years. Uh,
3: pretty close. Uh, May. Okay, so May will be a year. Awesome. Yep. So
1: how has how has that adjustment been this yeah. season?
3: I think with Jess, she always has done such a good job um basketball season out of season like she's seen me grow up from middle school games to high school games so she kind of knows my routine and uh she's always good about um hey it's a Sunday let's go to the movies or hey Saturday you're off whatever and it's a really good balance. So I think she lets me do my thing and uh, prepare like I want to prepare, and she's she's there every game screaming. You probably could hear in the stands. <laughs> uh, she just makes she just serves me and makes, tries to make it the best experience possible because she knows it's my dream and. Uh, having her alongside me has been amazing.
2: I gotta give your wife props though, because like I've never met her, but through social media, I see her like, okay, yeah. If you get a shirt, I'll make sure he signs it. And then I see like the 100%. picture business a manager. week later, yeah. like, like, like she
3: is like just working it behind the scenes. 100%. Twenty people yeah. in line. Exactly.
2: Sharpie. Great agent for you.
3: One hundred percent from chef to agent to yeah. There you go. Uber driver. <laughs> she she doesn't know. She she literally does it all. She literally does it all. She's the best.
1: All right. Anything else, Warner?
0: Listen, what the the mindset in a tournament, because you guys, like it or not, you still have the target on your back. There's still that pressure of, can we keep this streak going? There's all of that that, that, that could weigh you down and drag you down. How do you approach a tournament? How does a tournament game or tournament play differ from what you go through in the regular season?
3: Yeah, I think we kind of try to live by the motto, pressure is a privilege, especially in this program, the guys that have earned it before us, Um, that have set the standard we want to honor them and also honor the work we put in um, throughout the summer the fall and now you get this chance that you that you've always dreamed of as a kid of hey you win your conference tournament one game at a time you get to go to March Madness and so uh, I think pressure is definitely a privilege and uh, we're super excited to go forward.
0: All right so there's been some talk about you know, people need to show up. We need to pack the arena. Maybe some ah, maybe some people, students yeah. haven't shown up. Like, this is your chance, Kyle Road, Speak to Flames Nation. Let them know. Get them fired up. Talk to them about how much you guys need them in this tournament coming up.
3: Now, Flames Nation, you guys definitely make a difference. I've heard Coach say it a bunch of times. A great crowd um, is good for four or six points. And in the postseason, that's, that's all the difference. And uh, if you guys want to see us, one game at a time, get to March Madness. You guys definitely have a role in that. I'm um, super excited to see you out Thursday.
1: Thursday night, tip-off 7 o'clock. Opponent, to be determined, we will know Tuesday night. So keep an eye out for that Lipscomb North Florida game. Kyler, thank you. This was your first time the on first the podcast. Yeah, a we'll have to have you back. Thanks yeah. so much Appreciate for waking it. up early and, and making it on.
3: Oh, anytime, anytime. Good luck get Thursday. the Flame Central family. It's always good. That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. You got to love Kyle Road, right? I mean, where would this team be without Kyle Road? It's exciting to see how he has made that shift here in conference play. And you can start to see his progress on the stat sheet, like you mentioned. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Because, it, it, I mean, we Liberty basketball this season needed him to take that step forward here in conference play.
0: Yeah, he's scoring the basketball incredibly well. His three-point shooting has been really good. I mean, I'm just looking here right now at the – he's shooting from three – Almost forty six percent. Yeah. Like that's insane. That is. So yeah, he he's been fantastic, leads the team and assists as well. He does everything. And 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 I mean he's don't you want I know Darius is the face of the program, but could you find a better representative oh, than Kyle right? Like ever yeah. since he got here, I remember when he was first coming in and Richie McKay was like, This guy's like Tim Tebow.
3: He's <laughs> yeah, Tim Tebow. Yes.
0: Like in the yeah. way that he carries himself, <laughs> the way that he he hypes this team up and leads this team positively, like in a positive way. It's right. always positive. Like he is just a perfect representative of what you want a Liberty basketball player to be.
2: Yeah. I feel like we could have him over to like, you know, just hang out with him, get some chips out and just have a good time. Yeah. Like he doesn't act like I'm a collegiate athlete. He's like, Oh yeah, we're friends. Yeah. Like, well, let's right. all hang out and right. be friends. Yeah, though. very much. Super mature. good dude. Yeah.
1: All right. So let's shift gears. Women's basketball drop. No, they they did win. Comeback won. victory. Maybe, they won. Maybe it
2: was yeah, tight. it was. Kansas state, I don't know uh, what it is. They just play Liberty basketball extremely well yeah. and uh, the the Lady Owls, if that's what their name is. Ooh. They um Amani Johnson and um young lady last name Poole, She does a great job of Did you so, hear that Lady Owl? I did. Owl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that was a Lady Owl. It was yeah. a I've been wondering up. if that's still in yeah, the studio. That, that <laughs> the, the normal
0: Owls more like. <laughs> and, yeah. The Lady Owl is like <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, so lady Flames did well. Good to see D Brown kind of get back into the flow of things. They're going to need her in conference yeah. play. I really think going back to that FGCU loss, which we have we talked about that. No, we haven't. No. Cause that was yeah, that was a no. that was Thursday, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. I think the difference in that game was that D Brown was coming off of injury still. Like her her lower body injury was yeah. was still not up to term. snuff. Yeah, and. um, and so I think that started. Well, yeah, I talked to her after the game. I was yeah. Like, hey, how's how's it feeling? And she was like, getting better every day. And so I think that showed on Saturday where she was more like herself. And I really, you look at the ASUN conference. Like, I know Liberty is either going to play Eastern Kentucky or Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State, not that they scare me because I think they're better, but he, it's hard to beat a team three times in a season, yep. right? Yeah. And they and to Amani Johnson what was it two years ago dropped forty. 48 on like it was something crazy yeah, I It was in that. the 40s so they always worry me but again i think it's going to come down to liberty and fgcu at the end of the day and liberty is shown enough
0: yeah it should let's like, do it one more time
2: that's right one last ride. run it back yeah
0: so lastly, that's the only one that matters it's, right yeah. that's the only one that yeah. matters let's do it again
2: yeah i wonder you know we talked about this if liberty takes the ace on crown Right. Would FGCU? Yeah, you'd think FGCU would still have to get According, an large yeah. According to our friend
0: Damien Sordelet, yeah, he says FGCU is in at for large. Sure. Okay, they're in. He thinks they're in. So if they were generous and want to do the best thing for the conference, right, they would. Let Liberty win the yeah. championship, and then we get
2: two teams <laughs> yeah, that's, in. That, that's yeah, right? it Isn't that the best thing <laughs> yeah. for the
0: a in the end? Aren't yeah. we team players? Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah, that, yeah, that's how it works. Real quick, we didn't. I didn't ask your opinion on who you think Liberty has a better chance. To, I mean, right? who do you want Liberty to play on Thursday? I think, we're talking men, and we're talking either Lipscomb or North Florida.
0: I think they're going to play North Florida. Mm-hmm. I think North Florida will win that.
1: And they're pretty, they've been pretty hot here yeah, down the stretch. Yeah, they've been playing I mean, really well down the stretch. I don't know they what kind it of is now. they season it, around. The other day, it was like five of their last eight that they won.
0: I think I would rather play Lipscomb. North Florida's dangerous beyond three. They shoot a million of them. That's what they do. And so if they get hot, that's always a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lipscomb, not as much. You've got the Asagula factor, which you never know. You know, he's he's a beast. But their, their guards and stuff don't concern me as much. So I think I would rather play Lipscomb. I think they will play North Florida. And... I think it's, I mean, you just, they're scary. They're scary. I don't think Liberty loses them twice in a row. Actually, the home team has won every matchup between okay. North Florida and Liberty uh, throughout the years here. So hopefully that train continues. But uh, yeah, North Florida scares me a little bit with the way that they can shoot it.
1: You know, McKay has his game plan. North Florida, if it's them, they yeah. have their game plan. You know what our game plan would need to, we would need to do? Bring a decaf coffee. Right. To Matthew
0: Driscoll. Yeah, that to coach would be that would be the best part. Although honestly, like <laughs> yes. these are two; those are probably my two favorite coaches in I the know, entire conference. Lenny know. is awesome. He's a stud. We love talking with yeah. him. With Lipscomb, Matthew Driscoll is just like bouncing off the walls. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you have you're trying to follow where he's going. He's just like, man, that guy goes 100 miles an hour all the time. Either way, it's a win for us because we're gonna love chatting with whichever oh, yeah. one of those coaches advances.
1: Oh yeah, but decaf Duncan. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Um, moving along. Okay, so we've hit track. We've right. hit basketball. Let's talk a little diamond. Baseball. Baseball. You want to start with Orndorff.
0: Orndorff. Man, Man, that guy is,
1: is. I know how to say his name, so stud. watch out. Yeah. Orndorff.
0: I mean, they're there are all studs right now. Yeah. I mean, yesterday, uh, Sunday, 12. yeah. 13 to 2. Oh, 13 to 2. They yeah. end up beating Winthrop to complete the sweep. Uh, you had five RBIs for Brady Gulakowski. Uh, you had three home runs in the game for Liberty not in wasn't one of the ones that went deep this time so i think that snapped a a three straight games with a home run for him (laughs) come on but i'm telling you man (laughs) this team is so loaded yeah especially on the mound like they're i mean they're legit so you always say oh they got into the top 25 it's not easy to do that it's harder to stay there like this team is built to stay there Mm -hmm. and like i think i was saying on the broadcast yesterday it's like once you get there and you kind of establish yourself, especially early in the season in the top 25, like you kind of get that credibility get with the voters, will. you know yeah, what I, I mean? Get that. And so even if you slip up a little bit, it's a lot easier to get back into it again because you've shown yourself to be right. legit and you you're the, even they're just used to seeing you putting your name there, yeah. you know what I mean? And and they're they're heading that way. So it's really impressive what they have on the mound is just nasty and uh we saw it, you know, yesterday uh with the transfer from North Carolina. Who made his second start, Max Alba? He goes six shutout innings, eight strikeouts. Like <laughs> if you get that guy going as yeah. well with 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 the the Gibsons and the Adamets right. and all those, like, I mean, good luck. Yeah. I mean, like their and their bullpen is so nasty. If they falter, you just turn it to all these studs coming out of the yeah. pen. Like this team is built to have one of the great like yeah. I know it's early. I know it's early. No, I know. But, but what we've but, seen so yeah. far, it's incredible. And even more so when you think about like you I started going through their lineup. That was the first game I'd gotten the chance to do. And it's like,
1: this Wait, is this almost was Sunday. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm like, this is almost all new guys in the lineup. Yeah. The job that Scott Jackson has done, replacing really good players mm-hmm. with really good veterans and transfers in a lot of cases. And then a freshman and Cameron Foster, the second baseman, who's going to be a flat out stud. Like, it's incredible the turnover in this roster and how good they still are. Yeah, it's nuts. That's, That's exciting. Awesome.
1: The Flames have Radford. Uh, They're at Radford. Yeah tomorrow at four sorry radford yeah <laughs> good luck <laughs> all right let's shift gears to the women lady flames softball what do you have for me rat
2: yeah they took on maine uh they lost dropped one on the weekend to charleston southern but place uh faced the main uh what are they black blackberries? Blackberries. blackberries yeah, yeah. I, knew I thought you that. said
1: blackberries i was like this yeah. is blackberries. yeah, blackberries. yeah.
2: Um, but yeah uh good to see emily kirby kind of get things back right in the circle she had a shutout and that carly keeney continues to to dominate in, in the circle, Liberty pitching is kind of found its way back to where it was last year, which is a big key for them. And then the bats are coming around too. like, this is a group that's gonna be a lot different from a year ago. Like I said, a lot of speed on this team, not as much power, but um, yeah, they're, they're starting to play some really good ball here as of late. And you gotta, you gotta love it.
1: This is always such an exciting time. We were talking with Kyle road after his interview there's just so much going on yeah. right now and really, really hope that I, I know it's a lot to manage your schedule, Liberty students, but I, I just really hope that the support is there. Are the women hosting all the way through until the championship game for just women's like the, basketball? Just like the
0: men. Right?
2: right? Yeah, they would host through the semis. Yeah, they would host through the semis. No, because they're, well, right? they're the essentially the two-seed as well. Yeah, they're the yeah. two-seed. So yeah, they'll play at home on Sunday. Okay. And then March but, 6th. Yeah, and then depending on what happens after that, they could go on the road. Interesting. No. I right? believe so.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Because if, if no, the top... they would play Wednesday too, right? Because they're the they're the two seed. Yes. Yeah. So they would they're they're home until the champ. The only team they would travel to would be FGCU. No,
2: because they would have to travel and face Jacksonville State because of the crossover. Oh, really? oh, because they're the. See, this yeah. is all oh, so that, right. That's confusing garbage. to me. That's
1: yeah, because of the.
2: That's why you just need to straight up do it one through twelve. I yeah, I'm totally with you on that. So yes, they could if Jacksonville State. Wins, which more than likely they should. they I would say easily they're the third best team. They Liberty Women's will more than likely travel there for their second game of the yeah. They wow,
1: forward. it's a lot to keep up with. Another thing you need to put on your schedule is uh, Lady Flames softball hosting Virginia on March first this Tuesday. So tomorrow, first pitch get out, is out to the basketball game. Let's go five o'clock. Pack
0: the place out. Bring some energy. Get out to the game. I mean, make this a, a, a just difficult environment. Like. Seriously, this a crowd can get Liberty to the championship game in this tournament. They can like you make that place just a madhouse. Liberty, they're going to do their part. You get there do your part. And I think you push Liberty to the championship game. Then we'll decide. Then we'll find out if it's at Jacksonville State or if it's here. Awesome.
1: Anything else you guys got?
2: I've got one thing. There we go. I could not remember her last name. Devin Howard of Liberty Softball. Yeah. Went on a streak, set a new record of hits and at bats. I think she went eight straight at bats with a hit. Wow. Yeah, she was just rocking it. And I'm sorry, I'm... I could remember Devin. I could remember her number. I could remember what she looked like. Couldn't remember her last name to save my life until I just looked it up. But yeah, she had a, a terrific just couple of games there where she was just spraying everything around the field. It was great.
1: I mean, I was lucky if I got one hit out of eight at bats. So that's pretty yeah, yeah. impressive. It's it's pretty solid. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. A <laughs> lot to get to again next week, but be sure you get out there and support all of your Liberty athletic Let's, let's teams hope we're this talking,
2: week. we're previewing
0: a Liberty team in the championship game. Yeah, next yes. week, let's, right? hope so. let's do it. See
1: you next week.